Hi, everyone. Welcome to Food Talk. Producer Stephen Ray Morris here to introduce today's episode where Danny has a conversation with Evlon Astrid. She's the office manager of the Taste of a Moloki. Buckle up and enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Food Talk, the podcast. Today, I get to chat with someone really cool, Evlon Astrid from the Taste of a Moloki. Uh, Taste of a Mowgli was founded in 2014 by a Mowgli High School students, and it's a, a, a youth empowerment program that helps bring entrepreneurship to young people and to really help break the cycle of poverty that's kind of been entrenched in, in the Mowgli region. Um, the, the project creates and sells products harvested from the abundance of fresh produce in the Mowgli community. And uh, the organization works with professional chefs and food industry leaders and then sells their their products at grocery stores like Publix and online. Um, Eveland is is the office manager at the Taste of Mokali, where she supports the daily operations and does a lot of mentoring of young people and students, uh, helping give them real life experience in business and, and ways to implement social change in their community. Um, she's also going to college while she's doing all this. And, and I'm not surprised to learn that she's also studying entrepreneurship and, and marketing. So Evelyn, it, it's so great to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Do you want to add anything to your bio? Oh, no, thank you. Have it all. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here to explain the story of Taste of Immokalee and what we're doing in the community. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to be here. Great. We're, we're thrilled that you're here. Can you, so I, I don't know if you've ever listened to our podcast, but the first mm-hmm. question we always ask is, is the same and it's what's your favorite food memory? So you've grown up in Immokalee, you've, you know, you've helped create all these products. Is there a favorite food memory that you want to share? Well, with Taste of Immokalee being that it is student-led and student-created, I think the best thing that I have learned in the process that I've been a part of is creating the Taste of Immokalee products, being part of the um, the recipe making, the taste testing. We actually had to drive to Winter Springs, Florida to see how the co-packer is making the Taste of Immokalee nice. products. And that was so amazing. We never knew. We were very surprised at how big this big old bowl was that they were making. And then we saw their facility and how everything, the process was going. And we we're very excited nice. about that. That's a really cool experience. And and I imagine you get to visit a lot of different places like that as you learn how to make these products in, in different ways. Yes, definitely. Um, we, it takes a lot of work to get a product out there because there's so many liabilities and different mm-hmm. issues that could go wrong, especially being with, in Publix. Um, they ask a lag of you and... Of course, they, they have to because people are taking you're eating these products and if anything goes wrong, you're liable for it. But um, it's been a very exciting process working with our, our parents and our family members to get nice. the product right and the co-packer as well. So I want to reiterate that this A Taste of Immokalee is run by high school students or yes, young people. Is. You're you're at sort of a more senior level. You've graduated from high school, but you're still obviously very involved. But these are these are kids who are teenagers and, and they're mm-hmm. learning these skills something that most people don't learn until later in life. Why, why is it so important to instill those sorts of skills and that, that sort of um, passion around entrepreneurship early? Well, I think the most important thing that I want to stress out is being in Immokalee, it is a very small agricultural town. Um, over 80% of the students that are part of our program are immigrant students and their parents migrated here for a better life. Like myself, I was raised in, I was born and raised in Haiti and I came here when I was about eight years old. 
and my parents just wanted a better life for myself. And all of our parents work in the fields or they work in the packing houses and they have they, they've never went to college or high school because that is, it wasn't as easy back then. So a lot of the kids, um, the kids in the program as well, before they joined, they used to follow the seasons with their parents to go to the farms in the summer to work in the, the, the farms and the fields with their parents. And what we are trying to do is take something from our town, mm-hmm. from the agriculturalists of Taste of uh, Imakali, to create Taste of Imakali products that are giving back to our town. So we are teaching the kids how, that it's, it, there's more to life than what your parents went through. Sure. And we need, to, we need to grow from that. We need to learn from it. And times are changing. And it doesn't have to be the same way for us. And as I talk to the parents in the community, they're so appreciative of Taste of Imakali because sure. we're taking them out of the fields. We're putting them in a business um business setting where they're learning about how to be professionals in the real world we are helping them get career in college ready and they are changing lives and their communities and communities in Immokalee as well as they go to college they are learning so many great things and we are excited that Taste of Immokalee can change the focus and the mindsets of these people that it's not just about working in the farms Mm -hmm. you go to work every day and you come home and the the cycle continues there is you can learn something you can make a positive change in your environment and you can make a difference in the world absolutely and and that's really powerful because i imagine a lot of the young people who grow up in your community see how hard their parents work in the fields or in the packing houses Mm -hmm. and they don't want that life for themselves so Mm -hmm. this provides a real a real alternative right yes yes it is like myself I remember seeing my parents come home from work with swollen feet and it's just they get home late, they leave or um, late and they wanted a different life for myself. So mm-hmm. with my my life has always been I have to be focused on education because they they know what they have gone through and they yeah. know that it's OK for them because it, times were different back then. It wasn't as easy to go to school or to go to college, but times are changing and they want to make sure that me and my siblings were getting the best of the education that we're staying focused in school and that we make something of ourselves so that they can be really proud. And that's all, that's what autistic democracy students are trying to do because our parents, they, they want to see that we are here making change, making a difference and we can support them later on as well. Absolutely. And, and I don't think, you know, many of our listeners obviously are interested in food and they're interested in agriculture, but they don't realize what really, you know, how hard it is to work in those fields or packing houses when you're picking tomatoes 12 hours a day or you're, yes, you know, yes, working overtime. Can, can you describe a little bit more about what your parents, you know, sort of what their daily lives are like when they're, when they go to work? So being a, a seasonal um, farm worker is, it's diff- it's very hard because it, it, your life is not that simple. Um, it, it, of course, it's seasonal. Um, the, the seasons for um, produces are not always in Immokalee here. So mm-hmm. when your parents, you're in school, your parents, they wake up at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then this bus picks them up to go um, to take them to work. And then while they're in there in the hot sun, they're wearing hard, um, tough clothing. It, it's very hot. We've actually had... For, for some of our students that doesn't have the parents in the farm, we partner with Lemon Produce, which is a, a company that um, holds a whole bunch of farms and packing houses here, just to give us an experience of what the people, wow. um, the workers mm-hmm. go through. And it was amazing to see them working. They are such hard workers. They, immigrant parents are the hardest workers I have ever seen in my life. Like they're never tired, even though they are. They're still, they get home late. 
and they're still motivating you to do your homework and they will not sleep until you get it done because they know that what they are going through right now they do not want the same for you and they want things to be different so a lot of the parents it's it's such a moving story just to see them how hard they're working and coming home to just motivate us as well it's amazing and Immokalee has they have a lot of smart kids all the kids here they're very bright and very smart but because the town is very small and ag- agricultural. We don't get a lot of opportunities mm. out um, to do great things, but that's what Taste of Immokalee wants to do. We want to give the kids a real life experience in the business field. We want them to bring their ideas to life and manage and operate the business themselves because the kids are really smart, but they just need someone to give them a chance. Someone Absolutely. to say, I see potential in you and I want you to re- bring this to life. I know what I want you to do. But I want you to tell me what you think sure. I want you to do. And they, sure. they bring this up and it's amazing just to watch them work. So so can you talk about some of the skills that they're learning? So they're learning how to make products and they're learning mm-hmm. how to, you know, market them. But they're also learning, you know, things if, if they decide not to go into a food business later. They're learning real life skills like accounting mm-hmm. and management. Can you just talk a little bit about the program and, and, and some of the skills folks are learning? Okay, so first, the program, we accept kids from um, high school, from freshman year. When they first join the program, they are in an apprenticeship group, where that group is um, getting community service hours for doing events in the community and volunteering. They are learning about the company and how to, how to approach other people about the program. They're learning about business, and they're just trying to get the, the, basic, the basic understandings of business and taste of mm-hmm. marketing. Mm-hmm. After they finish that um, throughout the school year and the summer, they get a paid summer internship. So when they're in the internship, they're taking what they have learned in the program and the apprenticeship program, and they're putting it into different departments. Taste of Immokalee has different departments such as customer service. They have operations. They have sales. They have marketing. They have um, administrative. So these kids choose a department that they think that they they will fit best in uh-huh. and they start working in that um, that program. And the best thing about Taste of Immokalee is we are not trying to fit you into a box. We are giving you a chance to experience different departments, see what you like, because a lot of them come in saying, I want to be in, in, in accounting because that's what I like the best. I like sure. numbers. And so they really get into reconciliation. They get into QuickBooks and they're like, this is not for me. And then they have a chance. <laughs> they have not a for chance me either, by the marketing. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They can join either the marketing team or HR. So we have different um, departments that they can learn from. Nice. And then we stay in contact with the kids as well throughout high school. Um, and after they finish, um, they graduate high school, they're going into college, they become part of a college advisory board where they can still be involved in the company where they are. We actually have one of the students, his name is Elias. He goes to St. John's University and he saw that they have a hot sauce bar uh, at their um, cafeteria and he actually got our products there. Because nice. a, lot, a lot of those kids, they're working in their schools, they're working in the communities. Even when they come back to town, they're, if they're learning about marketing or if they're learning about HR, or if they're learning That's about... Great. Um, anything they're learning, they come back and mentor the kids with it. So no, that's it's, it's so great. They can be involved. No, and it's so good for those kids to see people who are, you know, going to college and being successful and managing all these different things. So I, w- I want to talk a little bit about the products that you're making. These are often based on sort of family recipes, mm-hmm. and you're developing them with chefs and, and food industry experts. Can you talk about some of the products and, and why they're special? They're not only sort of grown and, and made in Immokalee, but they're they're based on sort of what families have been eating for a long time. 
Mm-hmm. So Immokalee has uh, over half of the population in Immokalee. Um, it's very smart agricultural, and a lot of those people are immigrants from other countries. We have some people that are from um, Haiti or from Guatemala or Venezuela. So a lot of these people, they like hot stuff. They like salsas, hot sauces. So we wanted to use every product that we have, we want to incorporate um, Immokalee into it. So we have our... We have two kinds of salsas, a pineapple mango and a fire roasted and jalapeno salsa. We have two hot sauces, a serrano and a habanero. And we have two barbecues, a chipotle barbecue sauce and a mandarin tangerine barbecue sauce. So there's a lot of tomatoes and oranges and other fruits and veggies in Immokalee. So we wanted to incorporate that into our um, our products. But not only that, we wanted to... Um, because they said, because Immokalee, like I said, is very agricultural. There's a whole bunch of farms. There are um, packing houses. We wanted to support our local farmers and our local um, packing houses. So all of the produces that we use in our our, our products come from locally grown um, places like the Lipman Lipman Family Farms. Uh-huh. They actually um, produce over ninety percent of the tomatoes nationwide. So we support our local um, farmers, and I know that our parents as well are working in them. So want to make sure that everything is locally grown and produced and the profits are going back to the community as well. So it's like a cycle of giving back. Right. It's a cycle of goodness that I, that I read yes. about and it, it, that can really mm-hmm. have um, a domino effect on the community. Can you explain it how is. the profits are used? You said they, they're poured back into the community. How does that work? So our profits are given back to the community through, um, the grants that we give to different organizations, we give scholarships to the students, and we have different initiatives that we do to give back, which is um, we raise those monies from selling back Christmas baskets that we sell online on our website. We partner with different churches in the community to create Super Bowl baskets that we give back as well. Um, in 2017, we were hit pretty hard by Hurricane Irma, mm-hmm. and Immokalee is very small, so we were all impacted by this, and everyone was trying to come together to see how can we help people in need, and what can we do to help those that need us most. So we were able to raise $10,000 to give back to Hurricane Irma nice. Relief, and that was that helped purchase a box truck to dis- to um, deliver things that were displaced by um, the hurricane, like mattresses or uh, appliances that were ruined, so... We very much want to stay on top of things that are going in our community, and we definitely want to be giving back as well. And um, the kids get scholarships because, like I said, we are preparing them for after high school as well. And a lot of them, we're helping them get scholarships, but we're also giving them scholarships as well because it can get tough, especially for immigrant um, students who having who are having trouble with the language or sure. if they're having trouble in school. If you're involved, we want to help you out. That's great. And so how many students right now are involved in Taste of Immokalee? We currently have about 60 students in the program, and that's from the apprenticeship students, the junior board, and the college advisory board. And so you, you again, you're a college student now. How did you first get involved with the Taste of Immokalee? What was that process and experience like? Well, when I joined the program, I was... It was a very confusing time for me, as it is for a lot of the um, high school seniors. You're going through some phases of where do you want to go? A lot of people are asking you, what do you want to be? What are you going to do after you graduate? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I don't know. Maybe I could do this or maybe I could do that. But you you'd never really know. Um, I was very confused. I was applying everywhere, but I, I didn't have any mindset of where I wanted to go or what I wanted to study. 
So a friend of mine invited me to a Taste of Lumopoly meeting. And at first, when I first joined, I noticed how they were talking about making a difference in the community and selling these products that are doing really great out there. And I'm just like, wow, this this is really good. These people are really making a difference in the community. So I, I joined and then I fell in love with the company. Um, I was able to explore different departments. Like I wanted to see if I could do HR and then I didn't really like the HR. So I, don't, I found that marketing is the best place for me. So I became part of the marketing team um, after I graduated high school. I, I went to school locally. I go to school at FSW and I... Um, I go to school at FSW here locally, uh, and I wanted to stay and help Immokalee as well because mm-hmm. they invested so many, t- so much time and effort into me and getting me in college ready, right. career ready, that I wanted to do the same for other students too. So I became the administrative assistant, and I was helping out more in the office to help the kids basically understand things that they didn't need, that they didn't understand. And I was also younger, so I could relate more to them. Uh-huh. So. It's, it's been a great experience. I, I actually don't know how life would have been if I did go far away <laughs> right. and, you know, yeah. go far away and do something completely different. So I am I'm so grateful that Taste of Immokalee gave me a chance to be a part of this amazing experience that, and we're doing so many great things and I'm so excited. No, I can tell from, from the sound of your voice that it's so yeah. exciting. <laughs> and I mean, I, I think, you know, your experience sort of uh, exemplifies why this kind of program is important. You didn't know about it before and it was no. something that spoke to you. Do you have a favorite mm-hmm. story of, of any students that you've worked with who you've had a great experience mentoring? Um, I, I Every year, it's it's a sad season every year when it gets around May when you have to lose a couple of students right. and then you get a new group of students. You're like, wow, it's okay. And then it continues. So I've had great experiences with the students, but I think what has touched me the most working with Taste of Immokalee is the change that we are making and the difference we're making in their lives. Because as I talk to the parents, they are so grateful that Taste of Immokalee is giving the kids a chance because... There's nothing else really out here that is showing kids mm. how to be college ready, how to be career ready, teaching them the the life sets that life skills that they're going to take with them wherever they go. We partner with um, different community leaders that are doing great things, and we we bring them to the kids and we show them. So it's not just about business. This guy is doing this over here. He's a medical. He was a medical student. He did this. He did that. We have this HR person coming to talk to you. So they're getting so many different. Um, experiences from different leaders in the community were opening their eyes. There's more to just what you see here in Immokalee as a farm town. That's you great. are we bring them a lot of great um community leaders that they can talk to and even follow up and train. We actually we actually have a great story about a student who got interested into he got into the um, Cornell University by doing an event with us. So he was out there um at a public doing a promotion. And then somebody came up to him and he was explaining the story of Taste of Immokalee. And the person asked, well, what are you going to do after you graduate high school? He said, I'm interested in going into um, Cornell University. I'm really interested into their in their culinary um, program. Nice. But my parents are farm workers. They don't even make enough money to support me to go there. And he's just trying to find scholarships and things to support him. And the lady was like, really? I'm actually part of the admissions team for... <laughs> so he she got in contact with him they got together and now he is 
thriving. He's actually now living the sweet life on deck studying <laughs> abroad. All at Cornell. All because he was out there with He knew how to present himself sure. professionally. He knew how to spoke. And that's what we're trying to do with these kids. We're trying to show them that you can get whatever you want. You can do whatever you want as long as you do it the right way. And we're trying to show them that. How to be professionals out there. I love I it. think that's just that's the best thing because you can't get this anywhere else. You no. can get the book smarts in school, but without real life experience, without experience out there in the in the community, no one will ever even look at you because a degree means something if you haven't put it to work yet. That's such good advice. And that's such a great story to share. So you're really focused on marketing and really promoting Taste of Immokalee. Can you talk about maybe some of the community and, and sort of, you know, the customer's response to Taste of Immokalee? What, what are you hearing? What, what is their reaction to this, the, these products and, and the story behind them? We get shocked faces every time that we, um, that we share a story. We never, we never get tired of explaining it because we have real passion in our hearts for Taste of Immokalee. When you tell people that we are students, we are running the company, we're doing finance, we're doing HR, we're doing marketing, they're really excited because, like I said, we don't have this around here in Immokalee. And what, we're doing something that is different. We're taking the kids, giving them real-life experience. We're teaching them how to be better people, civic leaders in their community. And we're giving back so many ways um, to the community. So they're very excited to learn about Taste of Immokalee and what we're doing as well. And do you have plans for expanding? So you're at Publix, uh, the the um, grocery store chain in Florida and, and other places, and you're online. Uh, can you talk about sort of plans for the future and where you plan to go with the company? Well, currently we are in all of the Publixes in Collier County only and some selected stores in Lee County. We are trying to get into the Buy Local program, which will put us into more Publixes um, throughout the state. We do, we do plan to expand, um, and it's just, I feel like it's just a matter of time because 2018 has been such a great year. We've tripled our sales. Oh my gosh. Um, we've been, we've done so many great things and we do plan on going out there more, but we are not pushing it too much because what we've, we, what we've noticed is if you focus too much on the sales, you start to lose the, the part of the program. We do need to remember that we are working with students. We are, um, we are not a big company that right. has 500 employees. Kids will make mistakes and they need to learn with their mistakes. So it, it definitely has um, kept us back a little from moving to um, nationwide. But it's okay because we want to make sure that the kids are the ones that's doing this. They're running sure. the company themselves. We want to make sure that they're getting the real life experience. And I know that they will get us there. Yeah. And sometimes slow growth is, is better because then you can be really yes, thoughtful about where mm-hmm. you go and, and what you do. Hey everyone, Steve Ray Morris here, producer of Food Talk with Danny Nuremberg, wanted to jump in with a little announcement. Join us for a live Food Talk in Washington, D.C. on Capitol Hill in the Rayburn Building on May 10th. And we also have another event at New York City at NYU on May 14th. We will also be hosting events in partnership with Mother Jones on May 29th in San Francisco and June 5th in Los Angeles. These will all be announced soon enough with more cities and dates. Tickets are already announced first and are free to attend for Food Tank members. Become a member of food tank now at foodtank.com slash join see you there yes so, so you, you talked about um 
you know, some of the the community service projects you do. And I, I want to go back to Hurricane Irma. I mean, the Immokalee mm-hmm. community in, in Florida was really affected by this. And can you talk about some of the outreach that you did to, to really help people, um, you know, understand why buying the products was important so that it could go to the, the people in need? Yes. So it took us a couple months to do different community um community events and to go out there and explain what Immokalee is, how bad it was affected by Hurricane Irma, and what we're doing to make a difference. So um, we we took some time to explain what Immokalee Immokalee is a melting pot of different cultures. And a lot of these people, when we weren't really used, it's been a while since we have had a, a hurricane hit us. So a lot of the people were lost and we were just trying to help everybody um, and need in Umokalee, and that's what our whole initiative was about. And we also have um, very supportive people around us in Southwest Florida. We have the churches that are very supportive. We have different organizations that were willing to partner with us because they understand we were all going through it. Like I said, we're very small and we're very together. So that's great. It, it, it was very it was a great experience helping the people in the community because it meant so much to us that it, it hit so close to home that we just had to do something about it. That's great. So you've been with the company for maybe four years now. Do you plan to, or a couple, less than that, right? You're a sophomore now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so, been about, I think about three years. That's great. Do, do you yeah. plan to to stay with the company? What, what are your plans sort of after, after college? I definitely want to stay with Taste of Immokalee, even if I end up doing something else. I, I definitely want to be a mentor, be on the board to help out because I don't I don't want to just give up or just move on to the next opportunity because I see the change that we're doing here. It, it's, it's more than just what the company is. It's just the students and the relationships that you have. I definitely want to build these up um, even after I graduate college. I do plan on starting my own company, but it definitely will follow the guidelines of Taste of Democracy, whereas I'm giving back to the community and... I am bringing students involved because we need more Taste of Immokalee's everywhere. And that's what I plan on, on, on doing after I graduate. I want to do something that's giving back and a uh, social enterprise way. That's great. And I mean, I think one of the most interesting things about this company is that it's teaching, you know, the young people themselves as well as, you know, uh, community members to really value what's being grown there and to value the hard yes. work of, of your parents and other farm workers and, and the folks who, who work in the packing houses that the, you know, agriculture is a tough job and, you know, being able to turn it into these products, turn, you know, agricultural produce into these products that are amazing and that have, you know, a real value and a story behind them, I think is really exciting. And that's, you know, that's, people are craving that, right? Don't you think a lot of your customers mm-hmm. crave the story behind their food? <laughs> yes, definitely. Because it's, it's more than just you're buying salsa. You're not buying salsa. You're buying, you're supporting a program that is helping alleviate poverty in the community and also to empower the youth because the youth is, they are our future. They are our future leaders. So we definitely, the people definitely support that. Um, we are making a difference in the community. We're teaching the kids all of these great skills that they can take with them wherever they go in life. So everybody's very supportive of it. And we're very happy to have a, a very safe and and loving community to help Taste of Immokalee grow. That's so good to hear, especially in these really kind of crazy political times. Yeah. And, and there's so much sort of backlash 
against, you know, even legal immigrants. So it's good to hear that your Mm -hmm. community is supportive and that they're behind these young people who are really working to, to make things better. Where can people, uh, Mm -hmm. where, what is your website? Where can people find more information about taste of Immokalee? So our website, you can find, um, and more information about our products, our program, and everything else, Taste of Immokalee at tasteofimokalee.com. Uh, like I said, we are in all of the publicities in Collier County, if anyone from there is listening. And we're on some selected stores in Lee County as well. But um, our website is tasteofimokalee.com. And people can look for products there and they can also donate, right? Yes, people can donate. They can um, um, order from us online. We do ship nationwide. So, um, and also during the Christmas time, like I said, one of the ways we give back is selling, um, by selling Christmas baskets and those will be online as well. That's fantastic. So tasteofamokalee.com. So, um, we're, we're to our final question and this is a bit, a little bit rapid fire. So I want you to say, it's a set of three questions. I want you to say the first thing that pops into your head. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not hard, I promise. <laughs> the first one is favorite book. What's your favorite book? Wow. It can I be a textbook. Mich- <laughs> I would say um, Michelle Obama's book. I, I, I've been reading it so far and I love it. It's, she's just such an amazing woman and such a great inspiration to women all over the world. And she's just amazing. I That's love the book. great. I just read today that it's the best selling memoir of all time. It's yes. sold 10 million copies yes. plus. So that's a great one. Yes. Um, who inspires you the most? And who inspires me the most? I would say my mother. Because I, I know her story. I know where she has come from. And she has so much strength in her as an immigrant here. And she she empowers me and, and talks to me every day about how I need to be focused on my education. I need, she's my motivation, basically, everyday motivation. And I love her. That's so great. You're making me cry a little. Thank you. It's um, <laughs> really sweet. And then the last one, um, and this is, I, you know, I talk to scientists, I talk to farmers. I always ask them what, what their favorite innovation is, but maybe you could answer it. What's your favorite sort of practice in your commercial kitchens or what, what's your f- sort of favorite, you know, practice that you've helped teach young people or, or whatever? What, what, what comes to mind as sort of your favorite um, innovation? So, like I said, with Taste of Immokalee, we want to have all of the kids involved in all aspects of the company. I would say my favorite one that we've been involved in so far was creating our um, seasonal orange zest cookies. We had a blast creating the recipes. We had a blast with the chef making it, packaging it, and shipping it. And they are really, really delicious. So... (laughs) I would say that would be my favorite. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Evelyn, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. I'm really inspired. I'm going to go to your website and buy some stuff because it all sounds delicious. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right. Take care. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening today. A shout out to our producer, Stephen Ray Morris, who makes this podcast possible. And please subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you listen. It would really mean the world to me. You can check out Food Tank at foodtank.com. Email me at danielle at foodtank.com. And follow me on Twitter at Danny Nirenberg and on Insta at Food Tank. Thanks again. See you next time for Food Talk. Food Talk. 
Thank you again for listening. Join us to see the podcast recorded live at the upcoming Food Talk event in a city near you by visiting foodtank.com slash events. Tickets are always free for Food Tank members, so join now and we'll see you there.